What's up, everyone? It's uh, another episode of Draw and Talk, and I uh, just want to talk to you guys about being creative, having a good time, and uh, if you don't want to watch the video, that's fine, I understand. Um, but if you want to listen, that's cool. Um, today's topic is, uh, what can you learn from making comic books? Someone asked me that. They asked me, Tyler, how come... Uh, how come you chose to do comic books over other art mediums, and uh, what have you, I guess, learned from doing that? Um, well, I've been making comic books since I was, like, uh, fifth grade. I was introduced to them. No, no, yeah, fifth grade I was introduced to them. I was introduced to a manga by my friend Chad at the time. Because we're not friends anymore. And um, I was just blown away. I was like, oh my gosh. Like, um, it, was, it was during the time when Yu-Gi-Oh! was huge. And I was really big into Yu-Gi-Oh! And he showed me the manga for Yu-Gi-Oh! And I was like, wait, it's a book? And I was reading it. And I was like, this is so freaking cool that you can turn comic book like that comic books are such like a visual medium that I can like read but like see the see what's happening on the page and I thought that was so cool so we started making our own comic books and uh, I, I made a comic book called the quiet spy um, and he was anything but quiet uh, I think I, I had like 500 pages worth of like pencil like printer paper and pencil um, comic book art, and I still have all of the issues that I did. Um, it's funny going through them. Maybe I'll go through them today um, on my own. But um, I don't know. I just like love the medium of comic books. The fact that you can tell a story and you can visually represent it um, on the page. But what can you learn from making comic books? This is a this is a big this is a big thing. You can learn a lot about making comic books. And when I first started like actually trying to make comic books that I could sell that looked like somewhat professional, this is when I learned a crap ton. Uh, so I wrote down some notes and uh, the first thing was the importance of time and preparation. I know um, everyone's like, well duh, you gotta prepare, but I had no idea like the actual amount of preparation that I needed to put into this as well as the time. Um, you know, you hear that these professional artists, they work maybe around six to eight hours on a page. And sometimes I know that like, if you follow Greg Capullo on Twitter, he'll be like, yep, there's my 13 hour day done. And you're just like, Oh my gosh, like that is a long day. And I didn't realize how long it would take. I'm someone who is, who wants to see the finished product as soon as possible. I don't like waiting. And so if I, I, at first, the beginning of it was I wanted to f uh, make this comic book as fast as possible. And I would spend maybe like an hour on the page and I'm like, oh, like how much more can I put in? Well, if you look at the quality of those pages, yeah, there was a lot more things that I could have put in. Um, maybe just scrap the whole art, all the art, and then made a decent book. Um, but that's because I did not understand the actual time and preparation that would be needed to make uh, make a comic book. Uh, the also what you can learn about making comic books is the importance of sacrificing things that aren't really important. If making comic books to you are really important, if that's something that you are passionate about, you need then to figure out what 
you aren't really passionate about and kind of scrape those things out of your life. So this is what I mean. Think about all the things that you really enjoy doing and and think about how much time it takes to do those things. For example, do you like playing video games? How long do you take? How long do you spend playing video games? I mean, Video games are such a time waster, and I'm not harping on anyone who plays video games because guess what? I play video games all the time, but I prioritize when I play them and how much I play. But if you're sitting down and playing like three to four hours a day and then you're like, oh man, I don't have enough time to make comic books. It's like, no, you you had three to four hours to, to make comic books. You just chose to play video games instead. Um... I will maybe play an hour tops um, a day of video games if I really feel like it, and then the rest I'll spend making comic books. And keep in mind, I have a regular day job. I'm currently going to school, and I'm you know trying to keep a social life, hang out with my girlfriend, hang out with my family, and still work on like commission work. So it's all about sacrificing things that aren't really important and making time for the things that are. And if comic books are important to you and may, and something that you want to you know put time in, you're going to have to delete some stuff. Um, also, maybe try to double task on some things. Um, I While I make comic books, I watch TV, but I make sure that they are shows that I can just mainly listen to the dialogue. So that's either documentaries, podcasts, video podcasts, um, comedy shows, because most of it is just the, j- the jokes that are happening, especially if you've already seen the show. Uh, I, I definitely recommend that if you're going to be drawing a comic book and watching TV at the same time, you should watch something that you are very familiar with, like a re- like re-watch a show, because you know the scenes in your head, and you're already familiar with the characters and what's going on, and all you have to do is just listen, and that will keep you going. So yeah, sacrifice. Sacrifice things that aren't really important. Um, another thing is before you even make the comic book is you get to, well, I guess during while you're making the comic book, you learn if making comic books is really important to you. And you find out if you either have the, how do I say this? You find out if you actually have what it takes to make a comic book or if you just like the idea of making one. And this is why. Making comic books is work. I don't care what anyone else says, like, oh, making comic books is fun, and they are. Making comic books is so much fun. I have so much fun when I make comic books, but it is work. It is time-consuming. Oh, my gosh. Like, there are nights where I'm just, like, drawing for hours or writing. It's work, guys, and there's a lot of work, like, writing the script is work. Creating the ideas is work. Creating characters is work. Creating a plot is work. Getting the pencils done is work. Inking work. Coloring work. Letters work. Hiring those people to do all that stuff is work. And then once you have all the art done and your book is finished, compiling it all into one single book is work. Getting it printed is work. Then marketing it is even more freaking work. And it's crazy. Like this is just this is just work, work, work. And now I am not a marketing master. I'll be honest. I just I I probably could do more marketing for myself and my books and I don't do as much as I should. And that's something that is going to be changing within the coming months. Because yeah, I really need to 
market my books better. But it is just so much work because I'm doing like all the pre-production stuff and the project and the production stuff that to do the post-production stuff, like all the marketing is just more work and I just don't have time to do it, but I'm going to make time. Trust me. So yeah, you need to, um, one thing to learn, one thing you do learn when you're making comic books is how hard, how hard it is to actually make a comic book and the amount of work that it takes to make a decent comic book. Um, I remember when I first started going for it, I was like, oh my gosh, why is this so much work? Why is this so hard? Um, why, why can't I get the, why, why can't I make this page look so perfect? And it, be, and it was because I wouldn't, I wouldn't put in the work that was necessary to make a page look good. And, you know, maybe that means that maybe that meant that I had to spend um, a couple hours a day just learning how to draw, watching video tutorials, buying books, and practicing those tutorials. Um, it's a lot of work, and I, you know, someone once said, "Oh, Tyler, it's just so easy for you to uh, make a comic book because you're a writer and an artist." And I'm like, "Dude, did you see the artwork that I was producing like three years ago? Like, it was freaking awful." Um, and only till up to, up until recently have I been very comfortable in saying that my artwork looks somewhat decent. But I'm still learning. Um, there's, I'm nowhere near pro, like professional. But if you were to but to say that I haven't worked on this for the last three years is is an utter joke. An utter <laughs> like a cow. Yeah. So. Yeah, another thing that you learn while making comic books is you figure out if you're teachable and if you can take criticism. The indie comic book world is just full of critics. Some of the some of the people are super nice and are willing to help you. And then other people are just straight up jerks and it sucks. But you learn how to take that constructive criticism. And if you can't take criticism of your work, you probably shouldn't be making comic books. If you want to make professional quality comic books and if you want to do that full time, know that you know, you're creating a product and people are either going to like it or not like it. And you're going to hear both sides. You might hear only good things, in which case, congratulations. But I doubt that. I mean, look at like comic book rock stars like right now, like um, Scott Snyder. Everyone adores Scott Snyder. Everything that he d- touches is like the holy grail of comic books. Doesn't mean, though, that he doesn't get criticism for his books. Doesn't mean that someone's like, oh, yeah, this sucked. And I'm sure he gets that. Um, James Tinian, the fourth, and Jim Lee, they just came out with a book called The Immortal Men, and the first issue did not get very good reviews. I mean, James Tinian had a stellar run on Detective Comics recently. Jim Lee is a freaking like god among comic book artists, and they got vi- and they didn't get good reviews on their comic book. And these guys are rock stars so if you can't if they can take criticism and you can't maybe you aren't up for it so yeah another thing that you learn is while making comic books is you figure out where you excel and where you can't and where you need to and then you figure out when you need to bring in other people and this is what i mean so i know that i and i don't and this is just my own personal opinion but i feel like i excel in making a story, a good story. And something that I know that I have had to work on is making good art. That's something that I've struggled with. So 
I first up started when I started making comics. I start I started with where I excelled. I was good at writing comics, but I wasn't good at art. So I hired people who were competent artists, and that was how I started making comic books. Over time, I started learning. I started learning how to color. I started learning how to letter. I started learning how to pencil and ink and get better at that. And three years later now, I feel competent in doing most of those things pretty well. But you learn at the very beginning what you can and can't do. And you you learn that pretty fast. It sucks. Um, and finally, the final thing that you learn, I guess, is you figure out why you're making comic books. I know a lot of people, when they make comic books, it's either it's either one of two things. It's either your passion project, and you just really have the story and you want to put it in. Or you want to go big and make money. And so the people who excel in this business are the people who can find a happy medium in between those two. Taking your pro- passion project... But turning it into a business, but not going too crazy and trying to be a professional. And this is why. When you try to be a professional and make money, you probably are going to start doing some basic comic book tropes that have been done over and over. You're going to try to cop- do... You're trying to you're gonna to try to copycat what is going... Like the big thing that's happening right now. And you're going to lose your originality. Whereas passion projects are very original. But the problem with passion projects is there's no business-minded side to it. So if you can find a middle ground um, in there where you can turn your passion project into a business and into a professional story, then you can then you can really succeed, I think, in both making a good story but also making some money off of it. If you don't like want to make money and just want to do it as a passion project, like go for it. I've, I found that when I, when I first started doing this, I was more towards the professional and I was like, man, but I, I want to be a professional comic book writer. And I realized well, I learned cause this is all about learning. I learned how hard it was going to be. And I learned all the sacrifices that were going to, that were going to need to happen. And I realized I couldn't at the time do that. So I went down to the passion project side of it. But when I was at the passion side project of it, I just wasn't really gaining any money. I wasn't like boosting myself as a professional person. I wasn't making myself as a businessman. That's a big thing is a lot of people don't make themselves as a business person. And then now where I'm at, where I'm at is I'm in the very middle where I'm still passionate about my projects. I'm keeping the originality, but I'm also turning it into a business where I can make money. I can sell myself. I can sell my work and I can sell my product. And so, yeah, that's what I learned in the three years of making comics so far. And I still have a lot of, a lot more years. I mean, I've been doing this, like I've been, I think I can say that I've been doing this semi-seriously for three years, like making money off of it for three years. I mean, I started when I was in fifth grade, so, but we can't count all those years since it was just paper and pencil, but you got to start somewhere. Um, but yeah, that's, those are the things that I learned. Um, what are some things that you've learned while making comic books or what are some things that you hope to learn when making comics? I mean, 
I didn't even go into the specifics of, of, of the things that I learned, like what I learned when penciling, what I learned when inking, coloring, writing. I didn't even go into those specifics. I just like, we're talking about like just general stuff that I learned to do with life. So let me know if you guys want me to talk about that. And I probably will maybe, um, but yeah, thanks guys for listening. This is a, this was a good episode. I'm really tired guys. I had pizza. I'm lactose intolerant. So I've just not been feeling good. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. My girlfriend's always like, "Don't, don't, don't eat the pizza. You're lactose intolerant." I'm like, "I'm fine." And then like the next morning, I call her. I'm like, "I'm not fine. I feel sick." Uh, maybe I should make a free. Maybe I should make a comic book on that. Lactose man. No, yeah, lactose intolerant man, and his weakness is freaking the god pizza or something. That sounds kind of fun. But, all right, guys, you've been awesome. Hit the subscribe button or and uh, like this video if you feel like you want to do that. Um, new episodes every Friday. So, thanks, guys, so much. You guys rock.